Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo. And joining us now... <laughs> it's not a duck, it's a beer. Uh, is my, uh... My rather seaworthy co-host... <laughs> Good evening. Uncle Sam. Good evening, everybody. It's not evening, it's 2 uh, 7. Good evening. It's not even fucking three o'clock. Okay. We're early today. Uh, we're early. Behind the uh, whatever he's doing over there. Uh, waxing his own dolphin. It's Bruce the Tugboat Venditti. Smacking his own dolphin. That's it. It's fucking raping his own dolphin. Unfortunately, unfortunately for all of you, um, you only get you only get us today because Zolo... Uh, is Hello. still on his way back from Los Angeles. He was at the game yesterday, so Wednesday, uh, Zola will oh, be back. God, I can't, I can't even, I can't even fathom what him coming back is going to be like. Zola will be back Wednesday with his five things and a full in-depth recap of the game from SoFi. But uh, we couldn't let a Monday go by without you guys hearing from us. We have a lot to talk about today, quite a bit. There's a lot of games this weekend. A uh, good handful of dumpster fires, that's to say the least. Oh, yeah. Um, Last minute turnaround. And, and our yeah. President Baker has just checked in. President Baker is here. He is with us again He's today. He's here. Uh, how's, your week, how's your week been so far? It was great. I watched a lot of football. Okay. So, without Watch getting- a lot of college ball, too. I'm into it. Well, what did you see from college ball? Michigan got a big win, eh? Anyway. That was a joke anyway. Didn't even Listen throw to me. the ball. Listen baby. to me. Penn State hasn't been good. They didn't Penn... throw the ball the entire second half. They they did not throw the ball. I think they threw it once, no? Did you see Blake they did, Corum? They did, not, they did not complete a I, pass the entire second half. No, but they the did attempt one in the second Corum? half. One. Yeah, Blake but anyway, looked like he got It, it didn't matter asking. anyway. They were going to win that game. James Franklin is, is absolutely fucking useless. He really is. Um... And I'm not a pro-Michigan guy by any means, so don't think I'm sticking up for Michigan at all because, you know what, they had more trouble than they should have had with Penn State. They should have they should have ran through them like nothing. Well, okay, outside of that, how outside of watching football, how was your weekend? I was pretty good, pretty good. Any pits, peaks? Any, do you eat anything good? Did you uh, anything good? Uh, I told you your Aunt Lauren made gnocchis. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. How did those I, I ate so many, dude, that I thought I was gonna fucking implode. And I had to, I, I I was so sick the next day, and guess what? I woke up and I wanted to eat some more. <laughs> Just wanted to keep pounding yokis. Yes, pounding yokis because we had the sausage and the peppers going, and I was all in, dude. All in. And I, I just I, I don't think I've ever been that full and since last Thanksgiving. Really? Yes. Really? Wow. And now we're getting ready. There's a lot of birds running through my yard right now, and I need to get me one for uh, Thanksgiving. Are you going to shoot and kill your own turkey this oh, year? Oh, I'm not going to shoot it. I'm going to kill it with my hands. <laughs> Barehanded with a knife. <laughs> you guys are fucking laughing right now. You'll see when I jump on that fucker and cut his head off, and I'm, I'm going to get pictures of it, and I'm going to give it to everybody. <laughs> okay. So uh, I go to every uh, home game, Leon. Okay, so I'm sorry. I am stepped up. Leon came into the chat and he said that uh, we should go to New Orleans. 
New Orleans. For the Detroit-New Orleans game. The fuck do I want to go to New Orleans for? Mardi Gras? It, it, all it is full of syphilis. Bunch of guys like Leon running around there trying to look at titties. That's all it is. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Oh. Terrible. Terrible. Bruce, how was your weekend? Pretty slow. Played Call of Duty pretty much all weekend. Elizabeth's here. Hello, so not Elizabeth. <laughs> she, Elizabeth asked who made the gnocchis. My wife did. I think she just heard us talking. She got in there while my, we were my wife made gnocchi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She Listen, my wife can cook. She can cook like a motherfucker. She's a really good cook. I'm telling you. What I'm talking about. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be fucking 260 pounds if she couldn't cook. Amen. The fuck. Amen. <laughs> Uh, Dan's in the chat. When are we talking about how big Dan Campbell's balls are? Uh, Dan you know Campbell's testicles. Hold on, hold on. Dan Campbell's testicles, because I know you have thoughts about the defense, and we're going to get into that, and we're going to talk about it even more in depth on Wednesday. But if I do, I do have to say Dan Campbell has balls the size of church bells. Biggest church bells. Yes. He does. He does. <laughs> I mean, my hey, God. You know what? I, 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 I like Dan Campbell. I really do. I think he's a great motivator. Um. Outside that, he's pretty fucking useless, okay. to be honest with you. We'll, I mean, We can get into that. Okay. I don't want you to give too much away. Cousin Stevens in the chat. Need an Uncle Sam, David Montgomery versus Jameer Gibbs breakdown in this episode. We will get to that. Okay? Okay. But, but first we've got to do the news. Let's do the news. Let's do the news. All right, the biggest piece of news so far out of the NFL today, um, the Patriots have cut standout cornerback Jack Jones. Um, they didn't really give much of an explanation. They just said they're cutting him. So Jack Jones, obviously a pretty serviceable guy. He's only in his uh, second season. He was a fourth-round pick. or Excuse me, third season. Third season. He was a fourth-round pick, uh, and he has stood out at times. Would that be somebody that if you were the Detroit Lions, you would toss a, a waiver claim out there, go fishing, see if you get him? No. It wouldn't. Why? I don't want I know you're unhappy I, with the defense, right? I, I don't want anybody from the Patriots defense. Nobody. <laughs> I want anybody from no, the no, Patriots. Did. There there was only one guy I would take off their fucking defense, and he's on IR. Marcus Jones. Oh, huh? Matthew Judon. Thank you. He's the only guy I would want on this team. Um Panthers have designated Cornerback J.C. Horn and tight end Ian Thomas to return from injury reserve. So interesting, uh, interesting. That helps out a team that's pretty down in the dumps right now. They need J.C. Horn. They need yes, him. they do. They bad. need him bad. Um, it's come out that seven teams contacted the Denver. What the fuck was that? PC noises, man. Okay. Seven teams contacted the Denver Broncos about Patrick Sertain's availability before the trade deadline. Three teams made, quote-unquote, serious offers, but Denver never considered dealing him no matter the price. That's interesting to me. No, they're smart. Well, yeah, but smart if you're, you... you're going to go through the full rebuild, if you're going to go... Th I mean... No, I, I, I truly believe they're not in full rebuild. I don't. I don't. They were in full rebuild right now. Russell Wilson would not be on the team. I mean, I mean, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alexander Mattinson was diagnosed with a concussion during yesterday's game, and the Vikings have made a corresponding move, uh, re-signing Miles Gaskin to the practice squad. Interesting. That one is interesting. If Mattinson does not play this week, 
I mean, you got to think. Ty Chandler came in yesterday and had, I mean, a decent couple of carries. But yeah, Miles uh, Gaskin. Uh, listen be... to me, and I'm going to say this and say it one time. Everybody better watch out for my man Josh Dobbs. We're going to talk about Josh that. Dobbs is amazing. We're going to talk about that. Great guy. But Miles Gaskin could have the don't, don't, don't deformant effect if he gets the right amount of carries there. Yeah, maybe. He's not daunted for me. The Dolphins have opened up the practice window for running back Devin A. Chain to return from IR, and it is looking like he will play Sunday versus the Raiders. Huh. So, Tyler, if you are out there, I apologize in advance um, because you, Raheem Mostert owners, are in well, for The Raiders are so shitty on defense, that would be the perfect game for him to have his little comeback. Yeah, and realistically, yeah. you could get 30-point games out of A. Chain and, yeah. and Mostert. Mostert. Yeah. And Wilson. <laughs> Um, so I didn't make that trade. Outside of that, uh, there was actually five teams yesterday that converted game-winning field goals: Arizona, Cleveland, Detroit, Houston, and Seattle. Uh, that is the most game-winning scores <clears throat> with no time left in regulation in a single week in NFL history. Okay, so a lot of close games yesterday. Um. And honest to God, I'm not going to lie. There were so, it, there was, the games all went one of two ways yesterday. It was an absolute fucking dud of a game, or it was great right down to the end. There was nothing in between. The the only game I seen that was god awful yesterday was the Dallas Cowboy New York Giant game. Danny DeVito has no. We're going to talk about that. No business. Giving too much game. away right now. Okay, I'm sorry. giving too much away. Falcons quarterback Taylor Heineke uh, injured his hamstring yesterday. He is now day to day, and Desmond Ritter has been moved back up to QB one on the depth chart. Any thoughts? You know they were they they were playing they were playing Ritter in and out with Heineke before Heineke actually went Correct. down. Correct. I've seen them doing that a few times, and. Uh... I know. I, I, I don't even know what to think hated. about it anymore at this point. I, I would say uh, that he's uh, so desperate right now that he's just trying anything. I'm talking about the coach. Uh, CJ, or uh, excuse me, linebacker Quan Alexander tore his Achilles yesterday. Yeah, he will be out the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I think we've pretty much covered the news. It's a Monday, so all the news pertains to the games. Uh Interesting. Are you ready to recap? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We are starting off at Deutsche Bank Stadium in Frankfurt, Germany. Deutsche Bank. Deutsche. Deutsche. Bank. Deutsche Bank. Uh, The Indianapolis Colts. Played the New England Patriots in an absolute fucking shootout it, it, air raid of a game. Oh the my. Colts come out on top uh, in this one, ten to six. Bill Belichick. I, I will say this: I don't know what happened to Mac Jones at the end of the game. They when Belichick. I don't know if Bill Belichick punched him in the nuts, but he was crying at the end of the game because. So I I don't know what what transpired on the sidelines. So. Robert Kraft did an interview before this game. And honestly, if you can go find it on Twitter, it's totally worth the watch. Um, it he, he made things sound extremely bleak in that interview. They were talking about how this is his 30th anniversary of owning the team. And um, he left a lot of people 
coming out of that interview thinking that essentially this is the end of the line for Bilicek and we're not going to fire him midseason out of respect. So with that being said, and so you think Belichick's gone at the end of the I year? I think Belichick is going to be gone at the end of the year. I think it's the right move. I think it's time for the organization to head in a different direction. Uh, it's We're in a different era of NFL now. I don't think the Patriot way of old works. I don't think the players conform no. to it. It's not conducive for today's NFL. As we have just seen in Las Vegas, and as we as Lions fans have watched, or watched for three years prior to the to the – uh, Dan Campbell era. The Patriot way does not work outside of New England in that 20-year span they had the dynasty. Guys went there, they saw what Brady could do, they saw how the organization worked, and they saw it was essentially a guarantee that you were going to come out of there with a Super Bowl ring once every three years. We don't need that up there. Get that. Need out. what? He doesn't want that. I want to see the chat. I don't okay? want to see that. So what we've learned is the Patriot way doesn't work. I think Bilicek Bilicek's way of doing things is archaic. Players don't want to be there anymore. And I think that that Robert Kraft is in touch with that and realizes that it's probably time Bilicek goes wayward. That's fine. I think what Bilicek showed us yesterday is he no longer has any sort of trust in Mac Jones running this offense. I don't think we will see Mac Jones' QB1 the rest of the way. I, I think it's going to be Bailey Zappi now because in all reality, whatever – Whatever Bailey Zappi goes out there and does, it can't be worse than Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Mac Jones was pretty fucking god awful yesterday, and I and I will say, you know what, Gardner Minshew wasn't any better. He was dog shit too, missing wide open receivers. I agree with that. So, Shockingly, Mac Jones actually had a better QBR coming out of this one than Gardner Minshew. Right. Um, high points for either of these teams. Jonathan Taylor, 23 for 69, and the lone touchdown. Right. Andre Stevenson, 20 for 88. Zeke Elliott, 13 for 54. On the ground, they didn't, look good. they didn't look bad yesterday. Yeah. They didn't look bad. If they could have just ran the ball the whole time. I, you know what? I, I don't know what happened with, with Mac Jones, but he was missing. He was missing people. He only I, I, he was awful. You want to know what's bad? The only quarterback that I've seen more awful than Mac Jones was Danny DeVito. You want to know what's bad about this? He only threw 20 passes and he completed 15 of them. Those yeah. five those five passes that he missed were so fucking bad that that's what stands out to you. And right. it here's the thing, at the end of the day, Mac Jones is just not competent enough to, to run Gardner this off. wasn't any better. I agree. He but, was fucking overthrowing receiver after receiver and I was just like what the actual fuck is going on here? Gardner Minshew is not quarterback one for the New England Patriots. Gardner no, Minshew is quarterback I, I, two for the Colts. I, I get that, but he was he was awful you, too. You expect that out of Gardner Listen, Minshew. Listen, I actually thought Jones played better than Gardner Minshew did. He did. But yeah. the offense is so stagnant with Mac Jones. They they got lucky. They got lucky at the end. They pulled it out. They kicked their little field goal uh, and won it. You want to know what's messed up? Zach Moss, who was taking the league by storm to start off the year, got what, one carry in What happened to him? Jonathan Taylor. What's going on there? Jonathan Taylor has taken back his well, spot as number one. Well, they should. I, I mean, what the fuck? I, yeah, but I mean, Moss you're was... paying this guy, what, $18 million a year? You better fucking get your use out of him. Zach Moss was so effective, though, that line. He was. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of surprised that they weren't splitting carries. I, I'm really, really surprised on that. 
I, I yeah, I agree a thousand percent. I, I'm shocked they weren't. Or at least let him play the third down role or right. something. Something. Give the, the guy fuck, something because you know? he is he is pretty talented. Yeah. Um. And he didn't do shit while he was in Buffalo, so I kind of get it. Uh, quick little uh, quick little sidecar here before we move on to the next game. Uh, Saints coach Dennis Allen says Derek Carr remains in the concussion protocol. Uh, Michael Thomas and Marshawn Lattimore are both day to day because both suffered fairly significant injuries. So Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, but Michael Thomas got some off the field issues going on too. So. That's true. Oh, yeah. But they're calling those injuries significant. Yeah. Okay. That leads me to believe you can pretty much scratch Lattimore. Well, and Michael whoever Thomas. has Chris Olave, get ready because it's going to be the Chris right. Olave show with uh, slinging Jameis Winston, who who will throw for fucking twenty touchdowns and forty interceptions this year. I think it's going to be kind of hard to thirty thirty. I think it's going to be hard to get Derek Carr out there this weekend too. Yeah, I don't think so. If he's got a concussion right now, uh, it would be kind of hard to do. Uh, yeah, if you haven't heard on the Michael Thomas news, uh, he threw a brick through a contractor who's doing work across the street from his house. He threw a brick through the guy's window because he didn't like where his car was parked and was subsequently arrested. That was Friday night, but he did play this Sunday. So uh, that's going to be a situation to monitor. And now that he's injured, realistically, it's he's probably going to pay a fine, get out of it, and then not play because he's hurt. Because Michael Thomas can never make it through a full season without stubbing his toe. Yeah. Next up. The Houston Texans headed up to Cincinnati to play the Bengals in what I thought was one of the best games of the weekend. I thought it was the best game of the weekend. Can I ask you this straight up? Yeah. I know he's a rookie. And I know he's essentially a lock for Offensive Rookie of the Year at this point. He should be. And I know that the team is only 5-4. and four. Is C.J. Stroud right now an MVP candidate? NFL MVP candidate? NFL MVP. I would say yes. It's really hard. Uh, who's played better than he has? I Seriously. don't know. That's Ooh. the thing. Uh, it's really... one guy that's been better than him. Tua? No. Brock Purdy? No. You name one guy that's Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Was, Goff I was gonna maybe, say. maybe Jared I Goff. I, I, I mean, I, outside Jared Goff, who else has better numbers than him? Christian McCaffrey. He didn't okay, get touch, he didn't get his touchdown this week. Yeah, he missed. I the know. streak is broken. The week I trade for him, he doesn't get a touchdown. But C.J. Stroud out of this game, 23 for 39 and 356 yards as the Houston Texans beat the Cincinnati Bengals 30 to 27 in a game that came right down to the wire. Joe Burrow, 27 for 40, 347 yards of his own, two tuds, two picks. I'm going to say this right now. C.J. Stroud is doing more with less than any fucking quarterback that I've seen in recent memory outside of Tom Brady in the Patriot years. He is putting this together right now. Stop. He's putting together an MVP caliber season. And if you can tell me another quarterback outside of Brady who put together an MVP caliber season with a receiving group that's this ragtag, you let me know. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had Devontae Adams. C.J. Yeah, Stroud he is didn't doing have Devontae Adams the whole time he was there. C.J. Stroud is doing this yeah. with Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, Tank Dell, John Mechie, and Robert Woods. 
Tank Dell is an absolute fucking madman. Thank God I made yeah. that trade. Great guy. I mean, <laughs> he is showing out right now. Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz is having a good game. So yeah. here's some receiving Which we knew lines. Dalton Schultz was a good tight end when he was with Dallas. Yeah. It's just he's got a quarterback that actually fucking looks for him now. Noah Brown, 7 for 172 yards. Dalton Schultz, 4 for That's 71. two weeks in a row Noah Brown has, has gone ballistic. Has yeah. Really fucking showed what he can do. And, and mind you, the whole time Dak Prescott was hurt in Dallas, Noah Brown was absolutely tearing it up. Yes, he was. With, uh, what's his name, that kid from Central. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. That's who all Cooper Rush looked for was Noah Brown. And the guy can play. The guy, the guy can play football. Tank Dell, 6 for 56 and a touchdown. On the ground, though, we got to give a shout-out here to Devin Singletary. 30 rushes for 150 yards and a touchdown. That's five yards per carry yeah. against against a Cincinnati defense that's usually pretty good against the run. Yeah. Granted, they lost. They had injuries going into this game, and more guys got injured in this game. But Devin Singletary, I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's to back up to well, – uh, uh, he's got to be making a name for himself while Damian Pierce is out because Damian yeah. Pierce has been pretty ineffective all year. Yeah. So uh, as far as the Bengals go, uh, we thought this could be a big Joe Mixon game. You know what? I, I I think that Houston is, you know, everybody talks about the Detroit Lions being ahead of schedule Oh, with the way they're Houston's playing. Way I think Houston is way ahead of schedule. I don't think anybody expected them. Listen. I don't think anybody expected them to win two games this year. I had them winning four games. Yeah. All year. Yeah. And they've already proved that they're going to be better than that. And we'll we'll get to this we'll get to this game here in a moment, but this is what you've got to watch out for now. Yeah. They're five and four. Jacksonville six and three. And just got embarrassed. And got fucking embarrassed. So now you're dealing with a Houston team. Where C.J. Stroud's playing out of his mind, Jacksonville is one game ahead of them, and this game mattered more than that. Yeah. Because guess what? To start out the day yesterday, every NFC North team was in the playoffs, right? Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Cincinnati owned all the wild card spots. Now Cincinnati's on the outside looking in. Houston took that last wild card spot after this win yesterday. So oh, they had the tiebreaker, and now oh. they have the tie. Yeah, no. Yeah. There it is. So now Houston yeah. jumps Buffalo, Cincy, Indy into that last playoff spot. Right. So, I mean, I'm not guaranteeing. And you know what? That. Hey, they're they're right there for the division, too. I, I wouldn't one count game them back out. For the division, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not guaranteeing that Houston's going to be a playoff team right now, but my God, they yeah, look like they could beat they're, just they're about there. anybody. They're right there. Uh, Jamar Chase came into this game with a back injury. Very questionable. Uh, yeah, he ended it didn't up, matter. He ended up with five, 124, and a touchdown, and he didn't, could barely run. Yeah, and he didn't look that great. Um, Tyler Boyd, eight for 117, and our boy, certified fan of the show, and Uncle Sam's guaranteed anytime touchdown scorer, my new best friend, Trent Irwin, baby, two receptions, Everything 54 yards, and a touchdown. Pour one out for Trent Irwin, the little white dude. Little Thank white, you, dude. little white. Did you know he's not that little? No, he's probably taller than I am by at least fucking four or five inches. Uh, he's six foot three, so he's got about go. a foot on you. There you go. You got a foot on me, buddy. The little white dude is actually not dude. all that little. Yeah, six three, two fifteen. So not that little. 
That's um, all right. I got about 40 pounds on you, buddy. But uh, I did have a big touchdown yesterday to start things off. You want to know something? We talk about this a lot when we're breaking down these games. Uh, in my opinion, this is way more of a reflection of how good the Houston Texans can be versus how bad the Bengals are. I agree with that. I, I, I don't think it was anything that – listen, Burrow had a couple of picks late, tip balls that, that got picked off. Tip ball. Uh, he was trying to put it into some – I, I still holes. think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL, bar none. Trying to put it in and, and, uh, holes. Stroud, Stroud, I will say this, and I've been, I've been Stroud boys about how I'll do it good for Zolo. he was next to everybody else. I'll do it for Zolo, Stroud boys. Yeah, out here. I mean, I I told everybody he would be the best quarterback coming in out of this last class. I told everybody that. Before he even played, I knew he would be better than these other guys because he was the most NFL ready that can make all the throws. You did call that one. You did call all the throws. I told everybody this kid is very good. I watched him torch the Georgia defense, which is like torching an NFL defense. So oh, it makes sense. It was the most NFL ready. What's that? <laughs> Uh, Cam in the chat, he came in and said the dude turned Noah Brown and Tank Dell into good receivers. I mean, my God, he did. That's what I'm saying. He took well, this I, ragtag group. Yes, he's got a ragtag group great. that's overachieving right now. Oh it's him. God. It's Stroud. Listen, and shout out to that offensive line. Those yeah. guys are fucking protecting him, man. They've up. kept him up. He hasn't been fucking smacked around that much. I mean, it could be worse. He could be Sam Howell getting fucking sacked fucking eight times a game. So, a uh, little piece of news from this. Uh, Bengals pass rusher Trey Hendrickson, who left yesterday's game with a apparent knee injury. Yeah, I know. Uh, Another one of my guys. The MRI came back. It is just a hyperextension. Expect Thank him to God. miss about two weeks. So, he is not going to be. Okay. It's nothing serious. He could play this week. They're trying to figure out what grade of a hyperextension it's going to be. Right. And Steven just made a good point. D'Amico might steal coach of the year from Dan Campbell. I'll be honest with you. Absolutely not. Well, no, hold on. If we're dealing, if this team, all right, you got to figure there's seven games left, right? If this team wins five of the next seven and they end up being a 10 win Houston team when everybody expected that. Oh, to you got to get to make a four Ryan's win team. D'Amico Ryan's could make outside of the Lions taking the one seed. D'Amico Ryan's, it, it is yeah. wide open for him. To no, I agree with that. Right now. Not, nothing against Detroit. Nothing against Dan Campbell. No, I, I don't oh, mean no, anything man. against that. I just I I think he's done a great job with less. Also, sidecar seven and two. Could you tell me right now who the betting favorite is to win comeback player of the year? Comeback player of the year. You know, Brees Hall missed a lot of time last year. He yeah. came back. Yeah. Do you know who the betting favorite is right now to no, win comeback player of no, the year? Any any ideas? Any suggestions? No, I don't. Guys who had big injuries last year. Dak Prescott. No, not oh, Dak. Yeah. NFC or AFC? AFC. AFC. Yep. Any guesses? I see the wheels turning. Yes, I do have one. Go ahead. Comeback player of the year. Yep. When Aaron Rodgers comes back. And takes the New York Jets to the Super Bowl. No, but you're in the right division. Now. Okay, you're in the right division. Ooh, ooh. Take a Valoa. Have uh, no, that's a great one. That's what I assumed would be it. Okay, but no, it's not him. Having played only 18 snaps on the year, 
Bill Safety, DeMar Hamlin, oh, is currently the betting favorite oh, no. for Comeback are, are Player you, of the Year. Are you fucking tongue-pumping no, me right Angie now? Angie just came what in the, the comments fuck? and said Henry Ruggs. What's the yeah, absolute Henry Ruggs fuck? would probably be a better pick. Why? 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 He don't even play. He's played 18 snaps on the year, and he is currently the betting favorite. I just said he doesn't fucking play. How yep. can he be Comeback Player of the Year if you don't play? Because he's back. Give me a break. Give me a fucking break. Wake oh, up, that'll NFL. Hit absolutely, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, it makes Are, they sure, it's him? Are they sure it's him? <laughs> we don't know. I heard he died. Body double? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Angie he died said, resurrected. Angie <laughs> said the little white dude that could in reference to uh, our our new favorite player, Trenton Irwin. So hey, shout out to Trenton. Hey, you guys are all talking shit. I told you guys. Nobody's pick him up talking this shit. Week. Angie picked him up in three leagues yes. and fucking flexed it. Yes. Because I, of you. I, I I told him. Because of you. It's insanity because I don't even know how I thought of this. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be God honest with you right now. I do not know why he popped into my head. He has I must no have idea what the fuck he is fucking, talking about. I got like fucking ESPN. No idea what he's talking about, and he's wrong nine times out of ten. But thankfully, Angie, you picked the one time he was right. What did you? You know what? Jack actually, Jack actually hit us with something. He said, "If you throw enough piles of shit at the wall, eventually one will stick." In reference to Trenton Irwin. Whatever. Anyway, he's he's so mad because he thought I took his linebacker. (laughs) Moving on. The New Orleans Saints. Okay. Headed up to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Okay. New Orleans still sitting at first in the NFC South at five and five. Minnesota staying in stride, kind of, with the Lions here for second in the NFC North. Uh, Derek Carr goes out injured in this game, and Minnesota wins twenty-seven to nineteen on the backs of Joshua Dobbs. Um, Bruce still real, has, dude. Bruce still has his eyebrows. Uh, it was because we didn't get enough fucking people in. What the uh, hell? We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Minnesota comes out on top in this one. Some highlights from this game. Uh, obviously, Minnesota lost Alex Mattinson as well. Ty Chandler came in. Uh, he had 15 rushes for 45 yards and a touchdown. Josh Dobbs, 23 for 34, 268 and a touchdown. And then he also ran one in, 8 for 44 on the ground with right. a touchdown. Uh, Derek Carr started out the game 13 for 18 with 110 yards. Jameis Winston came in. 13 completions on 25 attempts, 122 yards, two touchdowns, and, of course, two interceptions. Because does Jameis Winston throw a touchdown without throwing an interception? No. 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 Never. 30-30, baby. 30-30. Alvin Kamara, 9 for 42 on the ground. He also had 7 for 42. underused. They don't use him enough. Chris Olave had his first really decent game of the year. That's Six for James 94 Winston, and a that's touchdown. That's because Jameis Winston was letting it fly. That's why. Jameis Winston came out there. He yeah. did what Jameis Winston Letting it fly. That's what he does. Um, can we have a serious conversation about this? I know you're big on Josh Dobbs, but did the Vikings really win this game or did the Saints really help? No, I think the Vikings really won this game, dude. Listen, the Saints have a good defense. And Josh Dobbs, he did what he had to do, fucking pull this game out. So you got to, you uh, know what? This game. And he's doing it without his number okay. one receiver. He's gone. We need to talk about something here. Minnesota was up at one point in this game in the third quarter, 27-3. to Yes. Okay. Well, you knew that 
They the went Saints, into the half. The Saints would come back on this. They went into the half 24-3, and we had a final of 27-19. to 19. So realistically, Minnesota didn't do dick the whole second half. And oh, stop. Stop. They did enough, dude. Dude. They did enough. They won the game on the road. They put up a field. No, Minnesota was at home. Oh, Minnesota right. got a One field o'clock. goal in the second half. Kirk Cousins voodooed them into winning. Okay. Now I have a next question for you. If yeah. Derek Carr is cleared from the concussion protocol, Derek Carr was extremely ineffective unaffect- in this game. Jameis Winston came in, and the offense, to me, looked like it had a little bit yeah, more direction. it looked like they had to – they got a little boost from Winston coming in. That first throw he had to Alave, that did it. That ignited everything, and that's that's when they really started to play well. This offense looked like it had a little bit more juice yeah. than when wasn't as Derek Carr was at the helm. So if you're Dennis Allen – when you're playing from behind – listen, a lot of times when you're playing from behind, it's a little bit easier – than trying to play when you're ahead. You I know what I mean? We talk about all the great quarterbacks in this league, how a lot of them can't play from behind. Well, they can't. Okay. But when you're trying to, when you're Jameis Winston out there just trying to get your garbage yards, because that's what he does. And and you know what? When the they, game was on the line, what happened? They were in a position to win this game. Exactly. What happened? Pick. Thank you. But I'll be that's honest he with does. you. Would you, a la Dak Prescott, would you rather. Be in the position to win the game and throw the pick or leave Derek Carr out there and get blown out 27 to 10. I would put Winston in and take the pick. I'm, I'll be honest. If I, I was I Dennis Allen right now, I'm really thinking about this because Derek, this offense with Derek Carr has had no identity. They haven't looked good. And they haven't I, I don't been think able it's Derek really Carr. I think it's Dennis Allen. I, I think it's his fault. I think this is all coaching. That's my opinion. Now, if you don't think Derek Carr can cut the mustard, bench him. Stop fucking playing games and bench him. All right? You brought him in to be your guy. If you don't think he's cutting the mustard, sit his ass on the bench. That That's what needs to happen. See, these fucking coaches, man, you get locked into a guy sort of like last year with Russell Wilson. He should have been benched last year. There's no way he should have fucking been starting for the – Denver Broncos last year. He was fucking awful. Not to say that that team wasn't awful last year because they were awful too. But, I mean, it is what it is. If it's time to move on from a guy and he's not producing, it's time to move on. I Um, mean, you you got debacle and and fucking Atlanta going on. You got to fucking come up with it, dude. You do do what Tennessee did. They threw their guy in. Throw them to the Wolves. You win, you win. You lose, you lose. You move on. Uh, a piece of quarterback news. Uh, Amu Bob has come out and said that the Jets will not be making a change at quarterback <laughs> or at offensive coordinator. Hey, I don't think well, Zach Wilson was playing that bad near the end of the game there. They couldn't score a touchdown, dude. I know. We're going to discuss. They lost the fucking oh, game. I, I don't want to go. Because they couldn't score a touchdown. I don't want to go there yet. Okay. I don't want to go there yet. It's serviceable. I just let it start brewing in your head because I think we're going to have a good conversation about that one. Next yeah. up, though. I could wheel fucking goddamn you-know-who out there in a fucking wheelchair. You could throw the ball better. Go ahead. Uh, I, I'm looking at this right now, and I just don't understand it. The Pittsburgh Steelers hosted the Green Bay Packers at home, and Pittsburgh came out on top. That's the 2-0 and Pittsburgh Steelers in conference. Go ahead. Uh, Pittsburgh came out on top. Green Bay's not in their conference. No, Pittsburgh Steelers are 2-0 and and lead their conference, their division. division. Yeah. Pittsburgh comes out on top 23-19. to And I, I to piggyback off of what you said, 
and how I was going to open this, I, for the fucking life of me, cannot fathom watching this Pittsburgh Steelers offense how in the fuck this team is 6-3. and three. How? There's no difference from when Ben Roethlisberger was there. But no, it's different. <laughs> this this on, offense, <laughs> this offense is so much worse than when Ben Roethlisberger. You had Le'Veon Bell, you had Antonio Brown, you had Martavius Bryant. Yeah, like, it's they were shooters. Fashion, the defense carries the team. Everybody. Yes, but how is a defense carrying this awful of an offense? Shout out to T.J. Watt. He uh, actually jumped in front of his brother yeah. with a uh, half a sack. Yeah, he he did. Yeah, uh, got they to a hundred live on red zone. Huh? They changed it live. They had him tied, and then yeah. they changed it live on red zone. I saw mm-hmm. that. Uh, okay, listen to this stat line out of Kenny Pickett: fourteen for twenty-three for one hundred and twenty-six yards, and they won. Jalen Warren, 15 for 101 on the ground. That's 6.7 yards per carry and a touchdown. Najee Harris, 16 for 82, 5.1 yards per carry and a touchdown. So their running game has gotten it figured out a little bit. They're running the ball pretty effectively. But my God, it's it's so ugly. And you know something? Sometimes ugly is good. Yeah, but they're they're 30th in total yards per game, and they're 6-3. and three. And you want to know what? I went over their schedule, okay? They have a win against Cleveland. Which they lead the league in turnover differential. Yes, too. they do. Yeah. They have a win against Cleveland, a win against Vegas. Uh, they lost to Houston bigly. They beat Baltimore. They beat the Rams. They beat Tennessee. And they beat Green Bay. You just said it yourself. They're 2-0 and in the division. They're a game behind Baltimore. One game behind In Baltimore. the standings. But they hold the tiebreaker on them right now. So so that don't fucking matter. They are leading the division because they haven't played that extra actually, game yet. Actually, they're only a half game behind Baltimore. Right. That's just... And they're tied with Cleveland, who we'll talk about in a few minutes. But this AFC North situation right now is a complete shit show. But back to this game. I, I can't believe that they're the, where they're at. Najee Harris was running hard. I love the Jalen Warren kid. He's another uh, fucking kid that runs real hard. And and you know what? Keep doing it. Who gives a fuck if it's ugly? Run the ball, play defense. So defense wins championship. You want to know the biggest difference in this game? Yeah. Jordan Love threw the ball 40 times as opposed yeah. to Kenny Pickett's 23s. Right. And he was 21 of 40, so 50% completion. 289 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. And they're not – A.J. Dillon had a 40-yard rush, and his total stat line was nine carries for 70 yards. And Aaron Jones, 13 for 35. I mean, it's awful. It's fucking awful. But why? Why are you trusting Jordan Love to throw the ball 40 times? Even if Aaron Jones is getting you 2.7 yards per carry, let the fucking guy run it 20 times. They have three Especially yards against average. Pittsburgh in the pass rush. Come on, dude. Come on. Honest Fuck to God, head. we've talked a lot about which coaches should be fired when. I think you've got to start to make an argument that Matt Lafleur needs to lose. His Matt Lafleur. Let's be honest, dude. You know they moved on from Aaron Rodgers. They didn't even want him back in the fucking building, and they wanted to run with Jordan Love. And look what you got right now. Look what you got. You got fucking dog shit. And and you know what. I get it. He might be serviceable, 
you think he's serviceable, but watch him and watch a rookie like C.J. Stroud. You tell me who's the better quarterback. I mean, it's bad. and It's fucking awful. Jaden Reed had a nice little game catching the ball, 5 for 84 and a touchdown, 46 yards. He's got yarder. a great group of young receivers there. Well, but and, and he fucking, I, I don't know, dude. Romeo Dobbs, 3 for 31 and a touchdown. Christian Watson has been the biggest abomination at the wide receiver position from last year to this year that I think I've ever seen. How does a guy who had such a nice year last year come out and just shit the bed uh, it tells you the difference between having a quarterback and not having one. My God. And it's blatantly in black and white for you. How about that? Don't use the injuries as an excuse either. Next up, in another poop game of the week, the Tennessee Titans headed down to Raymond James Stadium to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay gets a W, finally, 20-6. to six. Uh Let's be real here. We're just going to make this one as quick as we can. Baker Mayfield, 18 for 29, 278, two touchdowns and a pick. Rashad White, 20 for 51. Uh, They still can't run the football. Will Levis, 19 for 39 for 199 yards and one interception. Derrick Henry, 11 for 24 on the ground. They could not run the ball. They did not win the game. This was a comeback for that that Tampa Bay defense. Big time that got absolutely obliterated the really week before and they came back and they played fucking hard and were ready to play. And, and Mike Evans was an absolute monster. I will say unstoppable he, monster. He dropped an easy touchdown in the beginning yeah. of that game. He dropped it just blatantly. And it seemed like after that, he came out like a man on a mission, six for 143 and a touchdown for Mike Evans. It should have been two touchdowns. Should have been two. Yeah. Uh, when the Tampa Bay defense is all healthy. And Baker Mayfield actually looked good. He didn't yeah, look bad. He actually looked good. He didn't look bad. I, I, I was impressed. He came back. He played hard. You know, I, he he was there, and he looked okay. good. This I, I was very, very satisfied with his performance. My takeaways from this game are when Tampa Bay has a healthy defense, mainly when their secondary is healthy. When their secondary is healthy, they win games. Because guess what? It is that, no that front was on a mission. Well, I was going to say it is yeah. no easy task to run the football effectively against Tampa Bay. Vita no. Bay, Vita Bay, man, wow. So if you wow. can't, I would throw love it, to have him in Detroit. If Can their secondary is all healthy and all out there, yeah. you're not going to be able to run the ball well, and you're not going to be able to throw the ball well, especially with a guy in Will Levis who still looks very green. And we don't know. Oh, yeah. You know what, though? I, I know he looks green, but let's listen. He's far ahead from Malik Willis. I well, mean, okay. You can't even compare the two. We're, you can't. Malik Willis is real close to Tommy DeVito, okay? I, I Listen, nobody's no, worse, no, than, no, nobody's worse than Danny DeVito. I, I, I was like, Danny. oh, my fucking Lord. Now I, now I have a question for you. Yes. If Tampa Bay sitting at four and five, New Orleans is a half a game above them at five and five. I'd still say this division is up for grabs. Well, I do too, especially if Derek Carr's out. They're they're four and five. Atlanta's four and five, right? Yep. And so is fucking New Orleans. They're all four and five. You're gonna see us. You might see. No, excuse fucking, me. Atlanta's four and six. They haven't hit their buy yet. But it doesn't matter. They're four and six. Uh, guess what? This this division is still up for grabs. You're gonna see one of those things like last year 
when who was it slid in with the losing Tampa Bay record? Got it. Tampa Bay got in at eight and nine. Yeah, you're gonna see that shit again this year. Okay, now if Derek Carr misses time and Michael Thomas is out, yeah, does that change your persona of New Orleans anymore? Having crab legs at the helm? Yeah, I I I would say you would have to give the nod maybe to Atlanta. Maybe they've been a shit show too. See that one coming? I mean, to be honest with you, dude, I I think Tampa still got a chance to run away with this division. Wow. Yeah. I I I really do. I mean, listen, if Baker could come out and put up the performance like he did this week, that I don't think that they could lose another game. I mean, their schedule going down the road. I don't think it's that hard. I mean, come on. Well, is Carolina really good? No. They're bad. All Atlanta's right. bad. Honest to God, Tampa, I'm looking at this schedule now. Yeah. They're at San Fran next week. Okay. Uh, then they're at Indy. Well, I, I will say this right now. Don't sleep on that game. Okay. San Fran come out. They put their little fucking foot on somebody's uh, – they, they put their foot on the throat of a team that was coming off a bye that obviously was not ready for them. Okay. Obviously. Hold on now. They're at San Francisco, at Indy, at home against Carolina, at Atlanta, at Green Bay. They can win them the last three games easily. Then after that, they're at home against Jacksonville, at home against yeah. NOLA, at Carolina. Yeah, they can still win the division. It might be ugly. They might be what? Fucking 8-9? Eight, 8-9 nine, nine. Eight, nine and win the division? Yeah. Could happen. They've just got to try and run Six the ball. Six more wins. It's what it is, dude. Who cares? I don't give a fuck. It ain't our Bruce is saying. Bruce is they saying. Beat Indy, they you beat think Carolina. they're going to win eleven games? They beat Carolina twice. They're definitely beating Atlanta again. They're going to beat Green Bay. They're going to beat New Orleans. The I thought Atlanta beat them. Atlanta did beat them. Did they go up? They yeah, played. they lost to Atlanta. They played yeah. Atlanta after Detroit during that three-game skid. Right, yep. right, 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 right. Down, right there, right after Detroit. Right yeah, they lost four yeah, in a row. Yeah, yeah. They lost four in a row. Well, look at the teams they played, though. Go back up there. Go back up. Detroit, Bruce? Atlanta, Buffalo, and Houston. Right. Yeah, but Frisco, Indy, they could lose both those games. Okay. They could lose at Atlanta Indy's again. Indy's an iffy. I, I don't Atlanta. think they'll lose that Indianapolis game. They'll probably beat. They'll, Especially if Gardner Minshew's still the guy. Forget beat, about it. They'll beat Carolina. They'll beat Green Bay. They'll did they lose to New Orleans once already? No, they beat no, they Nola the first time. They'll lose to New Orleans. They'll lose. Th- they'll lose three games at home against. They'll beat New Carolina at the end of the year. I see them losing two games out of these. Out of these, uh, Jacksonville and San Francisco. You got a lot more faith than I do, son. Yeah, no, I'd say he's about right. Jacksonville and Frisco, well, they could still win all and fucking get in. They're my favorites to win their. And you know what? Do you think I really don't care? You want to know why? Because we had to fuck a tiebreaker on him, so I don't really give a fuck. Oh, they ain't even be close yeah. to the tiebreaker. Uh, yeah. Do you do you believe Will Levis is, is the franchise quarterback of the future in Tennessee? I do. I think if they get him a few more weapons, uh, the offensive line is putrid. They need to get some guys up front that can actually block. And uh, they need to seriously take a look at maybe drafting a running back this year, some guy that they're actually going to play and use. And assigning a veteran like Miles Sanders and give him fucking two carries. So I, I don't know. I don't know. If you if you're enamored with Chuba Hubbard, go ahead. But what are you nobody else is. about the Panthers? What? I was talking about Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Is well, Will I mean, Levis... Derrick Henry gone after this year? I, I mean Is he a free agent? 
It, Everybody I, thought he was going to get dealt. I'm asking you if you think Will Levis has the attributes. Yes, I do. To be the quarterback, franchise quarterback He's of got the DeAndre Hopkins for the next couple of years. It wouldn't matter. He could throw that thing to the fucking barn, and it wouldn't matter. Hopkins going to catch it. They need somebody to play off of Hopkins. They don't have anybody. That's an issue. Yeah, they, they yeah. definitely need to get Their offensive line is shit. Traylon Burks was supposed they, to be that they guy. They need offensive they line out bad. I mean, come on. Derrick Henry, how many carries did he have? 12. 12 carries. He had 30 yards to a 260-pound fucking running back. Come on, dude. Excuse me, 11 for 24. Yeah, that tells you how bad their offensive line is. Trash. Fucking Moving trash. on. Trash. In a game that we can say was just another feather in Brock Purdy's cap. God damn. The San Francisco 49ers headed to Jacksonville in Duval County and absolutely put a heavy dicking down on the Jaguars. San Francisco valiantly and proudly comes out on top in this blowout win 34 to 3. And Brock Purdy made Trevor Lawrence eat his jockstrap on the sideline after the game. Still not a candidate for MVP. That's all Brock I Purdy, 19 for 26, 296 yards and three touchdowns. That is indeed a 148.9 QBR, one of the highest of the year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 17 for 29, 185 yards and two picks. That's a QBR of 100 less at 48.8. seen those two picks at Trevor Lawrence and they were tip balls. Anyways, the receivers, CJ, the receivers didn't catch the ball. They should. CJ Beathard had to come. CJ Beathard had to come in and finish out the game because Lawrence was uh, looked so putrid yesterday. And you know what? The San Francisco defense stepped up too and stuffed Travis Etienne, only allowing 35 yards on nine rushes. So then they tried Dearness Johnson, who also was un- ineffective. Christian McCaffrey's touchdown streak sadly came to an end. He was 16 for 95. That's six yards per carry. Debo Samuel had three rushes for 29 yards and a touchdown as well. Through the air, though, is where everything really shined for San Francisco yesterday. George Kittle, three for 116 and a touchdown. Ayuk. Busted play. Go ahead. Ayuk, three for 55 and a touchdown. And I'll be honest with you, Brennan Ayuk looked like a true wide receiver one yesterday, which you can't say for Calvin Ridley because he only had two catches for 20 yards. What a fucking disappointment. Christian Kirk, 6 for 104. He was really the only effective weapon for Jackson. Yeah, two fumbles or one? One fumble. Yeah. One fumble. Yep. So, oh, Trevor Lawrence had a fumble as well. Correct. Um, So, is San Francisco back? They turned the ball over fucking four times. No, I I think... I'm going to be honest with you. see, you say that. It looked like to me Jacksonville came out, they were flat. Jacksonville came out flat, but you say that Jacksonville turned the ball over four times. Correct. At the end of the day, San Francisco caused all four of those interceptions. Or all, both interceptions uh, The interception, if you go back and you look at the interceptions there, the receiver had the ball in the hands. They didn't make the catch. Got popped up into the air, and that's when they get intercepted. San Francisco all the time. San Francisco's defense yeah. looked like the San Francisco defense we remember from the first six weeks of the year yesterday. Yeah. Period. Trevor Lawrence was running for his fucking life. Couldn't really get anything rolling. Uh, Chris- you know, you know the game. The, I don't like the game plan that no. Jacksonville came out with. Nope. And I'm going to tell you right now. If they would have woke up and did what these other teams had done to beat San Francisco, it might have 
been a different outcome into this game. You know, I, I can and, say and I, I'm going to be honest with you. It looked like to me they don't have the horses up front to do that. Listen, Brock Purdy yesterday, and I know I'm not saying this to get a rise out of you. He looked like a fucking man on a mission. He hit every fucking receiver. He spread the ball around great. McCaffrey had six receptions. Kittle, yeah. AU, the, the first Debo. touchdown should have been an interception because they weren't playing from behind. Everybody got involved. Yeah. There you go. Early. You they put Purdy from where Goff exactly. was yesterday. He's throwing an interception. Yeah. I gotta say. Yeah. I guess what? Well, yeah, you Only know, counts what? in horseshoes, boys. Only good for them. They didn't. They didn't drop their fourth straight game. Good for them. You know. Uh, um, I still don't think that they're uh, they're unbeatable. I think a team that has a good offensive line that can run the football on them will beat them and beat them soundly. So that's just my opinion. On the other side of this, now let's talk about the Jaguars because Jaguars are sitting first in the AFC South. Right uh, at six and three. Shout out to Angie. He's got his Brock Purdy jersey on the way. He said, um, "Good for him." Jacksonville first in the AFC South at six Based and three, but Jacksonville has looked really shaky at times this year. Obviously, in this game, uh, shaky to say the least. They're sitting middle. Of I the- I was kind of shocked that they wouldn't come in with a couple of tight ends and 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 actually really try to smash. Yeah, Evan Ingram was completely. Them. I don't like these little fucking runs to the outside. You can't do that with the fast defense. Well, you got to fucking hit them head on. And if you don't, you're in trouble. If you look- and, I, and I will say this, that defensive line was getting a lot of penetration in the middle. And and that's that's what was fucking Jacksonville up. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're def- I mean, yeah. San Francisco controlled the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball yesterday yeah. without question. Javon Hargrave but was unblockable. For Jacksonville now. You're sitting at six and three. You're one game ahead of Houston now, and you've already lost to Houston by twenty points. Correct. If you're Jacksonville, and have to play them again, and have to play them again, you've lost to the Chiefs, and now you've lost to the 49ers. If you are Jacksonville, they've lost to two good teams. Listen, Jacksonville is not a bad team. Yes, they are a good team. Jacksonville either comes to play or they're completely shut off. Fucking division. Good. And they have the tiebreaker on them already. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but good for Brock Purdy. Good comeback for him. Anyway. MVP. Uh, next up. Wasn't a comeback. We have a. Divisional game. The Cleveland Browns headed to Baltimore to play the Ravens. God. Jim Schwartz and that fucking number one ranked defense in the NFL. Uncle Sam. That's right. Jim Schwartz. The Schwartz is with you. The Schwartz. I laughed at this big <laughs> bastard next to me when he picked Cleveland this week. I yeah, laughed. Everybody laughed at me. I took Cleveland. <laughs> Fuck you. Now Cleveland tied for second in the AFC North at six and three. Baltimore at seven and three, sitting on top still. But my God, is this division going to come down to it? Uh, since he's sitting in fourth at five and four, Cleveland and Pittsburgh in second at six and three and Baltimore sitting on top still. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was shocked that Baltimore dropped the lead that they had. They were up by 14 at one point. Uh, yeah, Baltimore and, and at one I, point in this I game. I was shocked, dude. Baltimore had leads in this game, 14 yeah. to nothing, 17 to three, 24 to nine. Yeah, it did look like that. Uh, Excuse me. Tug and Rub 30, was going to get anything going. Thirty-one to seventeen, Baltimore led this game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, 
in the fourth quarter. And then what took over? Miles Garrett and that defense fucking took over. And I was just like, wow. They would not wow. be denied. They would not be denied. And I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. Lamar Jackson didn't look great yesterday. Didn't look great at all, in my opinion. Well, because he was being pressured. Absolutely. That's what happens when you get pressure on Lamar Jackson. He, he, you know what? Everybody's going to make a mistake when they're pressured. You know, this is what a pass rush is supposed to look like. Hey, wake up there. Uh, what's your name in Detroit? Fucking GM. Aaron. Brad Holmes. This is what a fucking defense is supposed to look like. Not that dog shit you put out there every week. Thinking duck. Dog yeah. Shit. Dog shit that they put out there every week. Dog shit that the Detroit Lions put out there Can every we talk week. talk about the game that we're talking about? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Rub and Tug Watson, 20 for 34, 213 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Amari uh, Cooper was Amari Cooper as okay. usual. Can I point out something here? Amari Cooper had zero catches at the half. Didn't matter. <laughs> Jerome Ford, didn't 17 matter. He for He did at the end, though, didn't he? 17 for 107. Uh, Deshaun Watson also had 37 yards on the ground. Kareem Hunt got a TD. Uh, 10 rushes for 32 yards. Amari Cooper, 6 for 98. Elijah Moore, 5 for 44 and a touchdown. On the other side of things, Odell Beckham picks up a touchdown on a one reception. Uh, yeah, on a, on a fucking yards. slant that the guy fell down on. Give me a break. Can, you know what? He's you fucking all, trash. You're, you, know, you know what? You're trash. trash. You always make it. <laughs> every time it's a player that you don't like, it's an excuse as to it's why they did something like. decent. All, all I said is that Odell Beckham Jr. is fucking overrated. Guess what? And Amari Over Cooper fucking Amari Cooper should have had two offensive pass interference Listen calls. Me. That they Amari fucking Cooper missed. is the consummate pro. Amari Cooper is fucking dog shit has been motherfucker. The consummate pro is Tyler Lockett. Anyways, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, 5 for 73. Oh, nice. There you go. Drop him. Uh, Mark Andrews, 2 for 44. Uh, the offense just wasn't able to get much going in the second half. I mean, they came out. They laid it on heavy quick. Gus Edwards got a touchdown on the ground. Keaton Mitchell got a touchdown on the ground. A and then after that, the OBJ touchdown happened early. And then after that, this offense just went completely stagnant in the second half due to the fact that Cleveland's defense just came out, took over this game. That's Jim a simple Schwartz. fact. Jim Schwartz should be coach of the year. Uh, Leon said that you always pull a rabbit out of the hat. I don't know. I can't see the fucking chat. Oh, wow. I'm going back and forth. Chill out. Uh, yeah, you do. You just, this was a lucky one here. You got yes, lucky. I didn't pull a rabbit out of my hat. It was a pull, rabbit Jim out of the Schwartz hat. Jim Schwartz pulled a rabbit out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um. So now that we've seen all these teams in this division play each other, if you had to rank these four teams right now, where you not right not who you think is the best, where you think they will finish at the end of the year? Okay, so where are we looking at right now? Baltimore is seven and three. Yep. Pittsburgh six and three. Cleveland six and three, and Cincinnati's five and four. I don't want to count Cincinnati out. Not yet. It's way too early for that because they could get hot here going down the stretch. They usually do. And they do. This is when Cincinnati turns it up. They you normally start out fucking slow. You know, and they have they have to play Baltimore this week on coming Thursday on Thursday night. night. Yep. Then they play Pittsburgh. Those are two huge games right Massive there. Games. Huge games. But think about it this way. If they win both of those, they're they're right back. There's they're right back yeah. in it. They're right back in it. Because mm -hmm. they have to play Pittsburgh again later uh, 
in December there. They got to play them. Then they have to go. Where are they going? At Kansas, Kansas City. City. And then, and then they got Cleveland, Cleveland at home. That's going to be a huge game. It might come down to that last game of the year. Yeah. 100%. Especially if Cleveland goes off on a little tear and starts winning. In fact, I'm I'm going to make this prediction right well, now. Well, hold on. Before you make any predictions, okay. you want to hear Cleveland's schedule on the other side of Go it. Go ahead. Pittsburgh this week, at Denver, at L.A., at home against Jacksonville, at home against Chicago, at Houston, at home against the Jets, at Cincinnati. I'm going to say this right now. Uh, I think the Cleveland Browns will win the fucking North. Okay? The AFC North. You just heard it here. Cleveland Browns are going to win the AFC North. Well, so this is how we're going to do this. All right? Just like we did with the NFC South. You're going to take Cleveland. Yep. I'm going to take Cincinnati. Zolo gets Baltimore because that was his pick anyways, and you get Pittsburgh. Yeah. Fine, dude. Why do I always get the shitty one? You're taking Cincinnati. Who do you get? I got Pittsburgh. What's wrong with Pittsburgh? They're 2-0 and in the division, dude. Yeah, but you think that's going to last? They lead the fucking division right now. You think that's going to last? You don't know. You never know. Especially these divisional games, man. They're tough, dude. telling you. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns to win the AFC North. The thing is, I want Baltimore. No, because you can't because Mike has to have Baltimore. Just like he has to have Michigan. Michigan. Uh, Next up, getting away from the divisional game here and moving on to uh, another dumpster fire, but it was at least a competitive dumpster fire. The Atlanta Falcons headed to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Atlanta sitting at four and six now, third in the NFC South. Arizona picks up their second win of the year with Kyler Murray's return. Arizona wins this one 25 to 23. Kyler Murray in his return was 19 for 32 for 249 yards and a pick. He also had 33 yards and a touchdown on the ground. James Conner returned from IR as well. 16 for 73 on the ground for him. Trey McBride, baby, the big tight end for the Cardinals, eight for 131. Uh, Rondell Moore led the wide receivers with five for 43. On the other side, We can bitch about Arthur Smith now. Taylor Heineke started the game. He was 8 for 15 and a touchdown. And they kept pulling him out to throw Desmond Ritter in there on third and fourth down and run the ball. Uh, Eventually, Heineke injures his hamstring. Uh, He is questionable for this week. Uh, It's leaning more towards doubtful for what I'm reading on the Twitterverse. Uh, Desmond Ritter was 4 for 6 passing for 39 yards. Yes, you heard that right. Uh, he also had three rushes for 11 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Bijan Robinson came alive, 22 for 95 and a touchdown. Heineke had four for 34 on the ground as well. Algiers, nine for 31. What What is going on? What the fuck is going on? And then you had Jonu Smith, who was last week's savior for them. Uh, one reception for one yard. Uh, Cordell Patterson did play in this game too also. Yes, he had two receptions for seven yards, and he had three rushes for 13 yards. Great. 15 total well, yards. I mean, at least they're using the guy they should be using. Drake London, three for 36. Kyle Pitts, three for 30. I, I don't know. Kyle Pitts is dog shit, dude. Kyle Pitts is dog shit. He's fucking dog shit. Can I be honest? Trey McBride is better than Kyle Pitts. Atlanta has the worst run offense in all of fucking football. 
because this was a game that they easily could have won. They if, should have won if they just ran a normal fucking offense. Yeah, I, okay? I, don't, I can't explain what's going on there. You you have a tight end that was picked what four overall, I believe. You yeah. have a wide receiver that was picked in the top ten. You have fucking players there, and and for some reason they can't put it together. They can't fucking put a decent game plan together. Yep, Kyle Pitts was the fourth overall yeah. pick. If I was them, I would run the ball fucking fifty-five times a game. I mean, yeah, what? What are you with doing? Algier and fucking B. John Robinson? You, I don't know why they're having these garbage fucking uh, this quarterback dilemma. I mean, it's obviously that Desmond Ritter can't hit a fucking receiver that's twenty yards down the field. Like it's obvious. Let's be real here, right? What are we? What are we doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't. I don't. Bijan Robinson was hot. Twenty-two carries for ninety-five yards, four and a half yards per carry. Get, feed him. He only I, I can't give him thirty I can't rushes. It's pretty good. No, I mean, it, let's be Arizona's defense. Not, nothing about well, Arizona. Their, defense, is their that defense ain't fucking bad, dude. Their defense is dog shit, dude. Uh, it's dog shit. They're not great. Run the. Give him thirty carries. Give him thirty fucking carries and see what he does. Because yeah. if you took. You give him those eight more carries. I mean, Jesus Christ, Heineke only he only threw the ball 21 fucking times. Right. So, I mean, maybe it was just they didn't have enough enough snaps to do it. But come on. Especially in this division. The division is yours to win. So, at the end of the day, Arthur Smith needs to get it together. They need they might need to make a coaching change there, too. Because a team with this much first-round talent. To, you know, Arthur Smith was hot in the beginning of the year. They were kind of... Had a nice start out to the year. Listen, but it's, team, it looks like ev by every week that goes by, looks like he's losing his team more and more. A team with this much first round talent yeah. should, in no way, shape, or form, be, be that bad. shitty. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't know what you're doing there, but next up, we had a <sighs> divisional game, and one that I know Uncle Sam cannot wait to talk about. The New York Giants headed down to Jerry World. My in Dallas God. to play the Cowboys, and the Cowboys pulled down Danny DeVito's pants at midfield, coated him in Vaseline, and did whatever they wanted as the Cowboys come out on top 49-17 to 17 in the game that I don't even know how the fuck the Giants got 17 points out of. I, I don't either. Uh, I, I was watching this game, and I, I will say this. The Giants' <laughs> offensive line is absolutely fucking atrocious putrid um this guy and and let me tell you something danny devito is not fucking good he's got to be one of the worst quarterbacks i've ever seen um you know he still lives at home with his uh, yeah he's, i see mom that lives thing. like 10 and, minutes from the stadium and, and that's exactly where cutlets. he he belongs in the basement and never come out but he he's fucking uh, I, I i don't even know what to say I mean, outside of him dropping back and just looking for a hole to run through, <laughs> he was absolute dog shit. He wasn't looking to push the ball down the field. He wasn't looking for receivers. And and, and it's just, you got to be able to put a better backup quarterback out there than that. Uh, Cooper and, Rush? I, I mean, yeah. what Cooper the Rush? fuck, dude? Uh, Tommy I, I mean, what are, what, are you, what are you doing, dude? 
I'm talking about Brian Dabo. I mean, his job should be in jeopardy right now. Fuck you with the injuries, dude. You at least need to put a competitive product out on the field, and they are not, dude. They are not. They've been blown out in the last three fucking games. I will say, I will say, it's not just Danny DeVito. No, Danny it's DeVito's not. It's not. not. Good. The I mean, the is... only guy I've seen offensively that was actually trying was fucking Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. He's the only guy that's out there that's actually trying not to look just god-awful. God-awful. The offensive line is putrid. I, I don't blame the wide receivers because Tommy DeVito, Tommy Danny hey, no, DeVito. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold what? on. If you're going to say I can't blame the receivers, they're fucking – you have to blame – got to come back to Their this receivers guy, are so – fucking bad. Daniel Bellinger led the team in receiving. Darius Slayton led the team in targets. Like, it's awful, dude. It's awful. He was awful, dude. He couldn't hit the fucking broadside of a barn. Yes, he couldn't receiver, hit water if he fell out of a boat. The receivers he was fucking are, awful. The receivers are awful. I, I, this goes back to the beginning of the year when we talked about how badly they needed to go out and get talent. They needed to get Well, I mean, that. they... They, they got out, Darren got, Waller. They got dude. the best tight end that was available, and I don't have an issue and he's with that. Fucking hurt but now. you know what? Uh, when you, you drafted a wide receiver, Jalen Hyatt is—he was targeted one time. The no fucking reception. kid was good in college. Uh, he's a burner. He's that guy that you want to stretch the field. They need a guy that could control that. They need a slot guy that could control yardage for them. Get them first downs. They don't have it. They don't have it. Outside Darius Slayton, they have nobody. They have absolutely nothing. They have nothing to offer you right DeVito now. DeVito Zolo? They're gonna they're gonna they'll probably lose every game the rest of the year. Yeah, I As, I just I, I don't know. I think uh, you know what? They're gonna be in the Caleb Williams sweeps They are. Yes, they yeah. are. Uh, as far as the and Dallas, I don't even think he's the best quarterback in college. Michael Penix is. But as far know. as the Dallas Cowboys go, Dak Prescott started off this game 26 for 35 for 404 yards, four I, passing touchdowns. Uh, let me say this. I don't know if you watch. You let me get it out. You don't even let me get the stat line. I watched the game. Yes, I watched the game. And, and they what dominated happened? the game the entire What time. happened in the beginning of the game? They dominated the game the entire way no, through. No, then you didn't watch what I watched. All right. You, you didn't watch what I watched. What? Dak's interception? That's yeah. what we're going to talk about? Yeah. Is Dak's interception great? Yeah. They won forty nine to seventeen in, in their own in their own fucking Jesus. team. They turned the ball over, and Danny DeVito couldn't even get the fucking ball okay. into the end zone. Exactly, so it Who's didn't fucking, fucking like matter. 10 yards away. It what didn't the fuck? matter. I watched the Dak interception, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, if the Giants can't score here, they can't score ever, and, and they fucking didn't. All right, <laughs> outside of that one interception to start off the game that gave the Giants the ball inches from the end zone, and they couldn't do anything about it. Dak Prescott played a pretty perfect goddamn game ah, after Dak that. Prescott. You okay. know what will happen at the end. Guess what? He was we don't even need to go there right now. 404 yards and four You know what's going to happen at the end? We don't need to go there. And the early pick. Cooper Rush came into the game 7 for 9 for 68 yards and a pick. Rico Dowdle, 12 for 79 and a touchdown. Tony Pollard, 15 for 55. Dak Prescott ran one in on the ground, so that's five total touchdowns for Dak. Fucking walked in. CD Lamb rushed one in and he also caught one. Wells putting up 151 receiving yards. Brennan Cooks, nine for 173 and a touchdown, too. Michael Gallup caught a touchdown pass. So did Jake Ferguson and also a partridge in a motherfucking pear tree because the Cowboys went off. Dak Prescott looked really good outside of the first drive that he threw the pick on. 
and you can't really say anything else about it. It's funny as and guess what? Devil got coach of the year last year too, didn't he? Guess what? Guess what? You sat there for multiple weeks in a row and talked to us about Kayvon Thibodeau and how great this Giants defense was. They're fucking awful too. Every aspect of this team right now is fucking awful. Period. Zolo's in the chat. Uh, Zolo said, imagine getting shit pumped in an NFL game then going home to sleep in your mom's basement. Uh, he also said that Caleb Williams would thrive in the Giants offense. Uh, and Zolo also said that Dallas is looking sharp offensively and uh, he's slowly winning in the fantasy league thanks to Dak. All of those are true. Angie, Tony Pollard is indeed infuriating because everybody on the fucking team, including the water boy, had touchdowns yesterday besides him. Tony Pollard actually has not had a touchdown since week one where he had two. And then after that, they just didn't go Maybe to Maybe he just sucks. Uh, yeah. Angie, honest to God, you should yeah. go Rico Dowdle. That Dowdle guy is better than he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, outside of that, oh, Steven said uh, the fact that he had homemade breakfast after that loss was probably a huge plus, and I would have to agree with you. Anyway. Moving on. Next up, in a game that truly pulled on my heartstrings, the Washington Commanders headed to Seattle to play the scumbag Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. And I Seattle motherfucker. barely squeaks this one out. 29 to 26 off of, uh, you know what? I, I don't even want to go there. This game, I wanted Sam Howell to come out on top in this game so bad. So bad. Because this this was another one of those games that showed me just how fucking beatable Seattle is. And Seattle should have lost this game. Geno Smith, 31 of 47, 369 yards, two touchdowns. Sam Howell, 29 for 44 312 yards and three touchdown passes. Ultimately, Seattle comes out on top 29-26. Uh, as far as the rushing game goes, Brian Robinson, six, six, oh, excuse me, receiving. Uh, Brian Robinson, six receptions for 119 yards and a touchdown. He also had 38 on the ground. Antonio Gibson, 42, yard, 42 yards on five catches and a touchdown. He had 13 yards on the ground. And Diami Brown comes up big at the end of the game. And you know what? It just wasn't enough, but he got that touchdown grab, and I thought for a minute that Sam Howell was going to pull this thing out. I did too. I really did. Metcalf had a few big catches at the end to get the Seahawks into field goal range, 7 for 98. Tyler Lockett, 8 for 92 and a touchdown. Kenneth Walker, 63 on the ground and 64 through the air with a touchdown. Bad penalties for Washington in this game. Stupid penalties that they, they cost themselves this game based off of stupid penalties and mistakes down the stretch yes. because this game was theirs to win. Sam Howell looked great yesterday. Sam Howell, in my opinion, looked like the franchise quarterback of the future in Washington. Brian Robinson looks like a great player, both running and catching the ball. And you know what? It just wasn't enough. Thank it God. wasn't fucking enough. I was almost not going to beat you. <laughs> With my quarterback putting a fucking seven up. I hear you. What are your thoughts on on Seattle? Well, I, I mean, they are what they thought they are. Look at look at uh, look at the numbers from last year to this year, and look where their quarterback play was at last year. He was playing out of his mind last year. 
and Geno Smith was winning all these fucking games last year, and this year, outside the Detroit game, he's been dog shit. Dog shit. Dog shit. Yep. And and they're not going to go far if they can't fix what's going on with him because I'm going to tell you right now, they haven't been able to run the football consistently yet this year, and I think that's what's hurting them. That offensive line, I know they got a lot of young guys, but they all played really well last year. And this year, it just seems like they they can't run block for shit. Because even even with uh, Charbonnet and and uh, Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker, they they can't get a consistent drive going where these guys are are just dominant. Honest to God, in the few carries that Charbonnet's had, he's looked really fucking good. But th- I, I know, but he isn't here's doing what he should be. Well, yeah, but here's the problem. Geno Smith's throwing the ball 50 fucking times a game. And that and that's that's what you want. Uh, see, that, I that's, that's what Washington was trying to do was make him throw. That's how you beat them is make make him throw, dude. Well, yes, but if you're Seattle I don't I would much rather give Kenneth Walker 25 carries, give Zach Charbonnet 10 or 15 and make Geno Smith throw the ball 30 times. I I don't know who the offensive coordinator is in fucking Seattle. Probably Pete Carroll. You know what? I I mean, come on, dude. If I if I had those two running backs, they would be getting fucking 45 carries a game. Yeah. Between the two of them. I'm not kidding. Yeah, until one of them tears an ACL. That's all right. It happens, it happens. Ah, next guy up. I was Dallas, heartbroken for uh, Sam DJ Howell. DJ Dallas. I was. I was heartbroken for Sam Howell. Zolo was indeed the only one who picked Seattle in this game. So Okay. Chalk went up. Good for, for Mike. Uh, and here we go. In what many would call the fucking toilet bowl of week 10, Sunday night football, the New York Jets. Headed to Las Vegas to play Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders, baby. Vegas comes out on top in this one, their second straight win, putting them at 5-5 five and five and sitting behind the Chiefs in the AFC West. Vegas comes out on top, 16-12. to 12. Now. They've won two in a row. They've won two in a row. <laughs> under under uh, Antonio Pierce. And you know what? They look like a completely different team. A completely different team. You want to talk about what coaching does to a football team? Antonio Pierce, in his more laid-back attitude, and the fact that these guys actually respect this fucking dude and want to play for him versus Josh McDaniels' fucking bitch ass (laughs) makes a world of difference. A world of difference. You know what else helps? Is that the opposing quarterback could not fucking score a touchdown if his life depended on it. Oh, I'm not going to lie, okay? Zach Wilson, 23 for 39, 263 yards and a pick. And that stat line makes it sound a lot better than it actually was. And let me tell you something. Mahmoud Bob over there, whatever his fucking name is. Mahmoud Bob. Shout out to his Mahmoud fucking name Bob. Is. Guess what, dude? You're going to be on the outside looking in if you don't actually get a fucking serviceable quarterback in there. Because it's, it's, it's ridiculous already. It's obviously this guy cannot play. He should not be in there. And and I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You, as a fucking head coach, need to fucking rectify what's going on. 
You had a lot of aspirations this year. You brought in the guy. I get it. He goes down. He's hurt. You got to get somebody in there that's serviceable. If Either that or fire the fucking offensive coordinator. Because guess what? This guy couldn't hit the broad side of a fucking barn if he depended if on you were mock, life depended If on. you were Mahmoud Bob. Yeah. I, I, I would, would you give Cam Newton the five and a half million? I, you know what? I, I don't give a fuck who you call, dude. Call Colin Kaepernick. Oh, wow. Call Colin Kaepernick. Tell him to come play. He can't be no worse than Zach Wilson. Mahmoud Bob X Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, there you go. Um, Muslim to another. Go on, call him, dude. Bring him in. <laughs> no, I bet you he hates. Bob. What the fuck? Yeah. Bring him in. What, the, uh, what are you guys doing, dude? Attitude. Listen, you need to keep the boat floating until Aaron Rodgers comes back. You better fucking do something. You know what? You're just so desperate. You're so desperate for them to win a few games so that Aaron Rodgers comes back, they slip in in the seventh seed, and then get ass-fucked week one of the playoffs. Won't just happen. so you can say Aaron Rodgers came back and did something. You know what? Brees Hall was only at you're 20. All, you're all scared of Aaron Rodgers. I'm not scared of anything. The whole fucking league is scared of Aaron Rodgers. I am not scared of Aaron Rodgers' old bionic fucking ass. Because guess right. what? Brees Hall couldn't fucking run the ball against his defense. Zach Wilson looked like a fucking geriatric. And at the end of the day, they let Aiden O'Connell beat them. And this touted Jets defense you have, this shout, this, this, Oh my God, the best fucking run defense there is. Josh Jacobs, who hasn't tore up anybody this year, decided he was going to tear apart this touted Jets run defense this week for 116 fucking yards. Period. Period. So where is it? The only knee I would ever take, I'm answering a a chat. No, I I don't care about the The chat. The only knee I would ever take is right on the back of Colin Kaepernick's neck. Oh God. Josh Josh Jacobs, okay? 27 rushes for 116 yards. This Jets D is supposed to be able to stop. That's four and a half yards per carry against the defense that's supposed to be this touted run stop. Whereas the Raiders held Brees Hall to 28 yards. Raiders. Oh, it's like I said, if there's no fear of a fucking passing game. Yes, but why were the Jets defense scared of Aiden O'Connell? throwing the ball on. They were. The, the problem is they were kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. That's the fucking problem. This is why they lost the game. Period. They were kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. It's not a fucking, it's not a brain surgery. It is what it is, dude. Listen, they need to get a serviceable quarterback, a guy that can, a guy like Josh Dobbs. They should have went and got Josh Dobbs. Listen. You don't think they'd be winning right now if Josh Dobbs was there? You know they would be winning. Garrett Wilson would be a viable product. These guys would be viable products if they had a quarterback in there that could read a fucking defense and deliver the football. That's the problem. Period. I don't think Dobbs would strive there. I don't what? either. I think Dobbs is exactly where he needs to be. I agree. I'm telling you right now, if they had signed Josh Dobbs to actually play quarterback until Aaron Rodgers was ready... They'd be winning football games, right? They would have won that fucking game yesterday. I don't see. I don't, don't, I don't think that's it bullshit, that dude. You guys are all you're both roster. fucking high. Yes, right but now. I'm. But you're you not. Be you're not addressing. Here. You're not addressing the fact that the, this Jets defense allowed 116 yards to Josh Josh okay. Jacobs on the ground, and Sauce Gardner didn't have an answer for Devontae Adams. Okay, it was really fucking simple, dude. When there's no threat of a passing game, defenses can just fucking put ten in the box. And then what I'm do you do? I'm not talking about that. What yeah. I'm asking you about is the Jets' defense didn't step up in this game. 
Probably because they're on the field fucking the majority of the entire fucking game. Maybe that's why. See, here it comes. Again, if it doesn't fit into your agenda, you make it. It's not about fitting into (laughs) agenda. It's about offenses that are fucking impotent. That can't sustain fucking drives. That I'm can't not take time off talking the clock. about the Jets. Because when your offense is not on the field, your defense is, and your defense is on the field that long. There's nothing you can fucking do, dude. You could have the greatest defense of all time. You're still gonna fucking lose. I don't know. The Baltimore have, Ravens, the uh, 2000 Ravens what defense. What if I? What if I told you? What thing. if I told you the time of possession was in the Raiders' favor by? 38 seconds. Okay. Both defenses were on the field the same amount of time. Yeah. And what was the offense on there? Which that's off? Time of possession, 29-42 versus 30-18. Okay. It was a 40-second difference. As far as the clock goes. As far as time of possession. Right. Right. So... Right. The Jets' defense well, was on the field for 30 if, minutes if, and 18 okay, seconds hold on now. versus hold on. 29 minutes and 42 okay. seconds. Well, there's <laughs> another edge to that. It all depends on how long drives are. And the Raiders fumbled the ball three times. Okay. And uh, and the Jets had... That's a, te- that's a test to do a good defense. Well, it wasn't good enough. Well, not good enough when your fucking quarterback can't fucking score a touchdown, period. Jesus Christ. Listen, Danny DeVito could have scored a touchdown yesterday. He did. Danny DeVito did throw a touchdown. He had multiple touchdowns yesterday. In garbage time. Well, what about what about Aiden O'Connell? What about him? What are your thoughts on I Aiden like O'Connell? I like Aiden O'Connell. I think I thought he was good at Purdue. Do you like think him. Aiden O'Connell is better than Zach Wilson? Oh yeah. You do. Yes, I do. So yes. you liked Aiden O'Connell. I like him better than Zach Wilson, yes. He had a nice touchdown pass to Michael Mayer yesterday, yeah. and that was ultimately the touchdown that yeah. decided that game. So, All right, next up, we're just going to do this. You know what? I say you just say the score, and we talk about it. We're going to save this for Wednesday. For Wednesday. We're gonna no, we're not. It. I yeah, want to talk about it right now. No, no, Fuck no. that. We're going to save it for Wednesday. Why? I don't There's nothing to say except for, for the refs tried to we give can recap the Chargers game. No, because you're going to sit here, and you're going to scream and fucking oh, yell right now. You know what? About, about – if we're not going to talk about it now, I'm not talking about it Wednesday. Well, then you can sit there in silence. Okay, Wednesday I will. If you want. I'll sit there and because it's silent. Because this is what's going to happen. You're going to sit there and talk about how fucking awful the Lions are, and I want Zolo to sit here to be able to tell you how wrong you are. Because I'm not going to sit here and yell at you while you scream about the fucking defense is awful. Okay? So, at the end of the day, I think we owe the people, we owe the fans, Wednesday... Can I say something? Sure. It was blatantly clear at the end of that game, the refs were trying to give the Chargers a chance. Oh, Jesus. Oh, blatantly why clear. Why are you talking about me? Yeah, he's talking about me. Blatantly clear. Can we talk about this, man? Blatantly clear. Let's talk about this. You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Bullshit calls on Sutton. Bullshit. Can we Go ahead. The Lions beat the Chargers 41-38 at SoFi. Go ahead. Keep it brief. You do it. You start. Okay. All in all, all in all, neither of these two teams decided they were going to play defense yesterday. It was like an NBA game. It was like watching the fucking, it was like watching the Lakers and the Warriors. Nobody wanted to play defense. The defense walked up and down the field and they really didn't give a fuck. Period. Do I think the Lions have a putridly awful defense? 
No, I don't. Do I think they played piss poor yesterday? Yes. Do I think that was the first game all year where the Chargers offense looked extremely complete? Eckler had a good game. Keenan Allen had a good game. Josh Herbert didn't make any mistakes. He looked good. What? He looked healthy. Who? What? What do you mean, what? Who? Josh Herbert. Who's Josh Herbert? Justin Herbert. Excuse oh, me. Okay. Okay. He looked good. Interception. He threw one pick, dude. He also threw four fucking touchdowns. Yeah, that, 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 like, that throw was at the sideline, and, and it was the, actually, the route got jumped. No. That was one of the best defensive plays Detroit made all that day. That was the only defensive stopping play them they on made. the goal okay. line six times. Stopping who? Stopping who? What are you talking about? The flag, they stopped him. There was fourth down. You're, you know what? This is the problem I have with motherfuckers like you. You sit there and you want to blame the fucking refs. At the end of the day, Detroit didn't play defense yesterday. They didn't. They, they chose not to play defense. They have scored that touchdown if after the sixth time of stopping them on the goal line, you call a flag, a bullshit flag on Sutton, which gives them It wasn't a bullshit flag, though. It wasn't a bullshit flag. It was flag. bullshit. No, it wasn't. Aiden Hutchinson was being held all game, and you want to stop uh, fucking you know Sutton? What? You know what? 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 You, know, gonna, you, know why, you know why people bullshit. laugh at Lions fans? Bullshit. Because they pull what? shit like that out. You won the world, fucking baby. game. Making you excuses won the game. For Aiden Just shut up. Just shut up. When are we going to stop making excuses for Aiden Hutchinson? You're one... Okay, I'm asking Aiden Hutchinson. That's all. Aiden Hutchinson doesn't need excuses made for him. You're the only one here who wants to be a naysayer about Aiden Hutchinson Agreed. because he was in the backfield I, I, all me. night last. Listen night. to me. He was in the backfield the, all the two fucking times night. I seen him. He had a shot at the quarterback. He missed. He was in the he backfield missed. all night. He True. was made just uncomfortable outside all night. him. Nobody else was back there. That's the problem. Anyways. Do you have anything to briefly say about this before we preview the Monday night game so we can wait till Zolo gets here on Wednesday because we have to give this game the due diligence it deserves? I want to have this argument. I want us Hell all to have this argument. Hell but shootout. I agree with Steven coming in there. They didn't need to play D. Because you know what? They knew that the Chargers defense was shitty enough that they were going to go out there and score every fucking every drive they had. They didn't care. They didn't need to fucking play defense. At the end of the day, I agree. A road win is a fucking road win, especially in LA. So I agree. I'm just saying. I'm not gonna I'm not buying I didn't say anything. I took the Chargers to win. Yeah, I know. Because, yeah. and that was, see, yeah, it almost that came was, true. You want to know what? That was fucking dog shit. That was a dog shit, fair weather fucking bitch move, is what that was by taking the Chargers. Okay? It was just a desperate attempt to be different, just like I put on the pics on Instagram. Anyways, do you have anything Thank to you, add? Leon. Or are we going till Wednesday? They will, they will not go far in this year's playoffs. Okay, they're they, the second they're the, if, the second overall they, record in the league. If they Next. continue to do what they're doing, they, they will not go far. They haven't done it besides this week. And against they, they, will, Next. they will win their division at best and won't, won't go any farther than that. They've had two bad defensive games all year. Okay. Two. All right. what, other dif- what other game did they play poor, piss poor defense in? Besides uh, Chargers and, and, the C- and the Seahawks. Besides what? Besides the Chargers and the uh, the debacle in Baltimore? Oh, God. They came out flat. Okay. Yeah. Happens. Came out flat. Yeah. That that was... That was you, you got some uh, mobile quarterbacks this is in division that they're going to have to play here. So oh, who? We'll see what happens. Who? Tyson Badgett? 
Titty Badgett? Yeah, no. it won't be Titty Badgett. It's going to be fucking you know who. Please. Justin Fields. They'll hang they'll hang 28 up against the yeah. fucking Mike will hang himself when they lose to the fucking Bears. Yeah, right. In what fucking world is that going to happen? Anyways, when Zolo sleep gets on Josh Dobbs. I agree with you, cousin Steven. They will go further than the Jets. I'm sorry. And also, Leon, you're a baby back bitch too because you're going to cry about the fucking Guaranteed refs when they won the game. Guarantee he doesn't. And if Zolo, if you're still I'm not, here. I'm not complaining about the refs. Guys. I didn't say you. I, I said him. <laughs> I didn't say you. I said him. And Leon's it's, in the chat. It's normally he's him. Fucking right. It's yeah, you are him. usually the one who cries about the refs. Oh, really, but dude? Today, Come on, dude. What? You Once didn't hear me week. say anything about the fucking calls. Guess Not what? this week. Kitty calls go go both ways. It doesn't matter. Amen. Not I agree with both you. Ways. I'm the last person. The, the problem is. The you want to know what the problem is? You got a guy like Keenan Allen that just torched the living fuck out of you. And thank God. I mean, Zola called it. You can't. You fucking, have no answer for Keenan Allen. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you're gonna sit here and say that Amon Ross St. Brown had 20 yards less. Like yeah. he torched the shit out of everybody they yeah. had. Yeah. And this not, this, this Chargers defense is supposed to be one of the best secondaries around. Well, Derwin James. Derwin James. They got yeah, great. Yeah. Was it Derwin James, Derwin nice James that got bodied by J Mo on yes. Montgomery's run? That yes. That was awesome. That was awesome. I I everybody's gonna panic about this, and there's no reason at all to panic. I'm, I, got, I'm, I'm not, not panicking. Like yeah, you are. Why, I'm not panicking. I, They're I not going to go very I, far I, I, into I this. I give you my opinion. They're hey, the second best opinion. team in football right now it's, outside of your opinion. Eagles. I'm aware. Opinion. But your, the opinion doesn't make sense. It You're does the make second sense. best team in Everything, football right Every now. time I give an opinion, it makes sense. That is the dumbest shit I have ever <laughs> fucking heard. Every time I give an opinion, it makes sense. Anyway. You know why? Because you guys, you guys don't. Listen, I know what I see. And I'm going to tell you right now, you see what, what you I saw? see out of that defense, mm-hmm. that defense will not go far if it comes playoff time. They will not be able to stop anybody. Every game is going to be a fucking track meet. And you can't expect fucking Jared Goff, so, Jared Goff, to throw for 300 fucking yards and five touchdowns every game. Because guess what? Once a team figures out that, hey, if you just stop Detroit's run game, you stop Detroit. Once that fucking happens, oh, it's over. It's awful. over. So what defense is then? Whose just, defense just, is good just enough? Just tell me right Whose now. Whose defense is good enough? I don't then? know. Whose Out, defense is good enough? Outside of Philadelphia, nobody. Uh, San Francisco? San Francisco, I mean, they had three bad games in a row. You yeah. Didn't... Yeah. So they're beatable, But out, outside, when outside defense, of the three games, it's like the Lions When a team comes in to three play Detroit games. and they stop the fucking run like Baltimore did, then you're in trouble. Guess what? If you then stop the run trouble. against San Francisco, you're going to beat them. If you yeah. stop the run against the Chargers, you're going to beat them. Correct. If you stop the run against any of these teams, i.e. Tampa, i.e. Buffalo, you're going to beat them. If you're and the Lions to get stops, you're not going to go far. That is an issue. That's an issue that's been going on from the beginning. The of Lions the won a game without a run game already. Correct. But that's that's oh. number one. They yeah. but two. Whose offense are you playing for the rest of the season and in the first two rounds of the playoffs that's more high-powered than the Chargers? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. I'm asking you. I don't know. Whose offense are they going to be in a track meet with? Dallas? What are you – but this is the thing. Yeah. Dallas, again, and we'll go back to this, Dallas doesn't have a fucking run game right now. Yeah. So the Lions they, should have got, no problem matchup-wise against them. Listen, what is the Lions' Achilles heel on defense? According to you, Aiden Hutchinson. No, come on now. Come on. 
Right. I mean, it is. According you to you, the yes, You see the yesterday. You see what Keenan Allen did, right? Yeah, I saw. Uh, absolutely. Okay. And then we seen what who did prior to that. Which week Receivers are we talking prior about? Prior to that, whether it was fucking Zay Flowers or fucking uh, Metcalf or any of these other what guys. What do you expect this, them to do? This is an issue. What do you? This, well, when you can't get a pass rush, you got to start bringing guys. Can I ask you a question, guys? Are they supposed? Done. Are they supposed to hold down every receiver and not allow no, any running yards not, every week? That's not what I'm trying to. I say. mean, we're talking about the. Look what they did to Mike Evans the week they played Tampa. And they've stopped every running back they've gone against. I mean, well, yeah, they literally. They don't have the best offensive line in football. Yes, they no. do. Yes, no, they don't. without question. No, they, they don't. are graded as the best offensive line in football. That, and that you're going to sit here and does say, not tell dude, the story. they're fourth in rushing yards. <laughs> they're fourth that, in rushing yards matter. because the offensive line is is making so many plays to be able to allow these guys to do it. They they're were good second. yesterday. They were good yesterday. When have they not been good what? though? Baltimore. Dude, Gibbs still went off for 90 fucking yards. <laughs> yeah, that was you garbage time garbage. Do you understand? This is garbage what you time. do. This is yeah. what you do. And you do this in all aspects. As soon okay. as it's popular to get behind something, you choose to be a naysayer for no reason. And everybody fucking hates Philadelphia, so you ride that bandwagon. Everybody hates Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, you ride that bandwagon. Oh, and everybody down here is the first one to tell me I'm the bandwagon fan. You've you been are. a fan of a team for 50 years you, and you jump ship. You've you been jump a bandwagon ship. team from day one. You jump ship. After 50 years, you've been a Lions look, look fan. Who's talking. You jump ship. You jump ship. On the yes, but I self-admit. I self-admittedly you jump, jumped ship. At least England, I'm self-conscious enough to know. Then you jumped off the Tampa. You're goddamn right, I did. <laughs> you're in limbo. I you don't even know where. At the least fuck I'll you're admit at. it. I'll you're admit it. You're in limbo. You don't have a fucking. You're team. just a fucking hater because you just want to be a hater. You're in limbo. You don't have a fucking team right now. Okay. Here, Cleveland Browns. Perfect. No, I wouldn't do that because you like them. You That's, like them, so I'm not doing that. At the end of the day, if you think that there's an offense, I got a better team for you. There you go. If you think there's an offense out there where if you think Chicago, Green Bay, okay. New Orleans who can't get out of their own way, Denver or Minnesota is going to come up against that offensive line and give golf a problem and stop that run game, you can't you're not watching the games. Okay. That's it. Okay. There's not one team they play the rest of the year outside of Dallas that should give this team a problem the way they're playing right now. Period. Period. Not one. Can't get in shootouts and come out on top. That shit doesn't. But happen. they do. But they do. Yeah. They, they get in lucky. shootouts. They and got they lucky. Why did they get lucky? On the road, they got lucky. No, Dan Campbell shouldn't have been as Dan close Campbell, as it was. Dan Campbell pulled his giant fucking scrotum out, went oh, for it on fourth and two, didn't let Herbert get the ball back, took the risk, kicked the field goal, and won the game. They one thousand percent deserved to win that fucking game. I did not say they didn't deserve to. You win You just it. said they shouldn't have won. Oh, I did not God. say that. Please run it back. I somehow. said they got lucky. You they, don't know. Hold on. I, I can said run they it back. got lucky. They won that game. I can run it back. You just said they didn't deserve to win that game. Quote unquote. I did not say that. What did I say? What did I say? They got lucky. 
They got lucky. They got lucky. They got lucky. Yeah, no, they didn't. So what? They, yes, they, they didn't did get lucky. lucky. No, but how? They got lucky how? at the end. They coached they got, better. They got lucky that they coached listen. better than Brendan Staley. Uh, they used clock Christ. management. I'm not gonna what sit here mean? and go through this with every fucking little thing I say. But it is what, what you're it is, saying dude. doesn't add listen, up, dude. They fucking won. Good for them. But to go forward, you better fucking wake up and smell the fucking coffee. But dude. what could they do because differently? Because I'm telling you right now. What do you want the, them to the do defense, differently? The defense was awful they yesterday. Won more oh my their God. defense was awful yesterday. So was their the- secondary. Their secondary, you can't blame them because them guys can't cover for that long. You can't get a fucking pass rush. Didn't you guys watch the same game? Yes. They can't get a fucking pass <laughs> rush. Without question, I watched the same game. They That's can't get why a pass I'm so rush. perplexed. How many, how many times did they sack Justin Herbert? You want to take a How peek? many? We'll take a peek. How many? I don't know. We're going to take a peek. Yeah, though. take a peek at that. How many times? I don't know. How many? You, you're the one who asked the question. How many times did they me? sack them? They didn't have a sack yesterday. Thank you. How many Thank sacks you. did the Chargers have? Goodbye. How many sacks did the Chargers have with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, who you said were going to take over the game? Fucking zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> The Chargers were down the entire game. And it was they were down the entire game. game. It was the Lions were in command game. the entire game. Three-point game, Awful. Three it's a win. Game. It's a fucking win. Yeah. I you're said it was here, a win. You're going to sit here and parade around the Eagles when they play like dog shit and win a game by a fucking field goal. The Lions come in and put a 41 against a defense that you said was so reputable all week last week. Oh, really? Why? Because I said they're coming off of having a very good game. And you sat there and talked about sacks. You sat there and, and talked about how was, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa were going to take over this game. I that said, is what you said. Okay. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't remember what I said. Typical. <laughs> Typical. That's what you said. And they didn't do dick. Nothing. They did okay. nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What'd they do? I don't know. I don't know. What did Detroit do? Nothing, fucking nothing but points. Detroit wins. They do. Detroit wins. If yeah, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. Good for them. They won. If Listen, Khalil they, Mack and you Joey said it Bosa. Yourself, they beat a dog shit team, right? Who? You, you I never once that said the that. The Chargers are garbage. No, you said that they, you talked about how highly touted they had their two defense. In a row. They had one, two in a row. They were on a hot streak. Fucking Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa dominated the fucking game. And why didn't they dominate the Lions? Why didn't they dominate the Lions? Well, because they couldn't get to them. No, because the Lions (laughs) have the best offensive line in football. No. Period. I'll tell you why. Because Jared Goff ain't stupid, dude. Watch Jared Goff. Watch Jared Goff. The, the Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack were completely ineffective because the Lions controlled the line of scrimmage. Well, you just Correct. said a minute Period. ago that Correct. if Thank the you. Lions don't have a run game, Jared Goff doesn't have the sauce. And now you're saying about, Jared dude. Goff has the sauce? Listen, you high motherfucker. I'm they not had high. 200 yards fucking rushing. If they did not have that, they would have lost that game. And he still threw for what? Well, three, no shit. 300 Guess what? And... If Keenan Allen yeah. wouldn't have played, well, did, the Lions would have won. Listen, the run is what makes the offense go. We all know this. It's not not brain surgery. Not brain surgery, is it? Yeah. Yes, but I, that's I mean, what I'm what saying. What makes the offense? But you're no. you're gonna sit here and you're gonna downplay everything they do. I'm not downplaying because, anything. Because they didn't go out and get did. Chase Young was, at the deadline. Listen, did you really think the offense was not gonna be able to score on that? Absolutely. I knew this game was gonna be a shootout. We said I that. I knew it. We, we both said that. Yes. Exact I know, but that's I what I'm saying. That. My you, problem is this. My problem is, when it comes time to get a fucking... St- that game should not have been as close as it was. Period. But, period. They should have won by two touchdowns. 
That's what the fuck I'm saying. I, I don't have a problem with the win. On track, I'm glad they fucking won. Fuck I'm glad I was wrong. I'm glad they won. I'm glad they beat them. The problem is this. Me looking at what I've seen going forward, if they don't rectify the situation of them not being able to pressure the opposite team's <coughs> quarterback, that's going to be an issue later on down the road. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else but that. If they can't rush the passer, they will not go far in the playoffs, period. But the Jets Thank will you. with just Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Fuck you. I'm out. Anyways, let's preview Monday night. Because, honest to God, this game has the makings to be uh, one of those season-defining <coughs> games for two teams. The Denver Broncos are headed to Buffalo to play the Bills. Buffalo's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite going into this one. The over-under in this game is a 47-and-a-half points. Uh, we've already picked this. So, the picks are as follows. Did you Zolo... Zolo took the Buffalo Bills. I took the Buffalo Bills. Not Friday. You took Denver Friday. No, I took Buffalo. Oh, you did. You, you high motherfucker, quote unquote. Bruce took the Denver Broncos and Uncle Sam took the Denver Broncos. So. That's right. I, I'm taking the Denver Broncos. So. With that being said, I would love to hear reasons why you guys think that Denver will beat the 5-4 and four Buffalo Bills in this game. I, I think that Denver will concentrate on running the football, which has absolutely killed Buffalo in their past games here recently, as of late, because their linebacker core is so decimated. So I'm going to say it's the running game of the Denver Broncos that will open up everything downfield for them. Bruce? I don't think... Buffalo's D is going to have an answer, to be honest with you. Although they are, they're playing at home. I get that. Buffalo coming off the bye, right? Buff, uh, no. Oh shit! Or no, who's right. coming off the bye? I might even. Nobody. Denver's okay. coming off a bye. Huh? I believe Denver's coming off a bye. I yeah. Want to change my pick just because? Uh, they're Go ahead. Home. Go ahead, change it. I'm. A, I'm. You a can't stick change with it. It's already posted. So I'm sticking stuck. with Denver. Um, you. Change yours. I didn't ever change. Uh, I make them. Yeah, you make them. Yeah. You want to make, make the picks? Them. You want to make whatever the picks? I want. You change them. But come on, Russ. Denver's coming take off. It, Russ, baby. Denver's coming off of the bye. Um, a Buffalo's defense is horribly banged up, and I think that this game's going to end up being a shootout. Uh, I'm hitting the over on too. this one big time. I don't think there's going to be. I think this is going to be very reminiscent of the Lions and Chargers game yesterday. And I think ultimately it's going to come down to the fucking line. They're not going to have any defense. Buffalo's defense is decimated with injury. Denver doesn't really have much of a defense to begin with. Denver gives up the most rushing yards to opposing teams. So if there is a week where the lackluster run game of Buffalo is going to thrive, it's this week. But if they're behind, Allen's not going to pull it off. Anyways... I don't think they're going to be behind. I think Buffalo gets out early. I think they put up a touchdown or two. I think Russ stays in lockstep with them. And ultimately, I think Buffalo finds a way to win this game by a touchdown. I would not take Buffalo minus 7.5, but I think that the Bills will come out on top in this, and it's going to be a 3- or a 7-point game. I'm not a believer in the Bills. I don't think the Bills are world beaters, but talent for talent here, I think Buffalo comes out on top. I expect big games for... 
for Stephon Diggs. I expect James Cook to have a nice coming out party. And I expect Josh Allen to do exactly what he needs to do to get this game won. At the same time, I like the way I like Russell Wilson in this game. I like Cortland Sutton and I like Javante Williams. I think there's going to be a ton of offense. I think it's going to be a great game to watch, but I think ultimately Buffalo has an edge to come out on top in this. If you're going to have the ball in Josh Allen's hands late, shockingly, and I know you guys might disagree with this, I trust Josh Allen with the ball in his hands late over Russell Wilson still, even though Russ has done good things this year. So I'm going Buffalo. Well said. You have too much faith in Josh Allen. Listen to me. I think the problem is right now... You know, if he weren't such an asshole, I'd like him too, but... Why is he an asshole? He's just a dickhead. And he's a crybaby. The game in Detroit, get the fuck out of here. Listen, you like the Chiefs, and there's no bigger pussy in the world than Patrick Mahomes. You never anyway, see Patrick Mahomes complaining like a little bitch. You Nobody see him complain after every, after every play call. Nobody's after every than Patty bitches. Mahomes. Not like a bitch. At, after every he play, he bitches. Complain, but and he sounds like complain. Kermit the Frog. Anyway. Listen, listen here's, here's what's going to transpire here. If Leonard Fournette plays tonight, I don't believe he's playing. I don't think he's going to either. I don't. I know he was brought up. I don't know if they brought him up off the practice squad yet. I don't know. Is he active? Fournette will be activated for tonight against the Bills. Okay. For the Bills. He's my anytime touchdown scorer tonight is Leonard Fournette. Um, yeah. And, I mean, that realistically, that to me, that's a huge. Yeah. If you can get a two-headed monster going against the worst Th- think run Think if defense. he can get a guy like Leonard Fournette. And James actually eating and and kind of interchange those two. Yeah, that's remember they. That's a nice two headed monster. They always reside back to Josh Allen taking the ball. Yes, they even when they have a run game, they don't use their run game. Here's the thing. That's the problem. This is for me. This is the difference in this game. Yes, Russ will ultimately be the demise of Sean McDermott if he's unable to fucking. Get a decent run game and not put Josh Allen through the fucking pounding that he's been taking the last four years. I think that's that. This will be the ultimate test for that. What Russ has done this year has been semi impressive and cute, especially coming off of last year. But ultimately, is are are we having short term memory loss with this Denver team to think that they're going to go into Buffalo? And win. That's it. I know what Denver's doing is cute right now. Hold on. And I know Russ has had a a statistically really nice year, but realistically, are they going to go into Buffalo and win that game? Is Denver tough? That could be a tough game. Is Denver better than the Patriots? Yes, right now, yeah. So they have more of a chance to win in Buffalo than Buffalo going into New England. Okay, is Denver better than Kansas City? No. Okay, Denver they went beat to Kansas City and beat so, Kansas City. Exactly. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, that doesn't happen too many times a year. We'll see what happens. It should be a good game. I, I mean, think it's going to be a great game. That's why we're going to fucking watch it, right? Fuck yeah. We're going to watch it. It's going to be a great game. I'm excited. Patty Mahomes for it. is a saint. Okay. And we're going to come back on Wednesday and That's we are going to we're going to hear Zolo's five things about the Lions. We will recap the Monday night matchoff between Buffalo and Denver. Uh, we will touch. And there's going to be a new segment to the show. It's going to be Uncle Sam's one thing, one thing <laughs> that that will be the new segment. Uh, I'm sure everybody will be waiting with bells on for that yeah. one. Um, anytime touchdown tonight, Leonard Fournette. If he plays, if he doesn't play, who's our anytime if touchdown? If he plays, 
Huh? If he doesn't play, who's our anytime touchdown? Uh, what's that kid's name for Denver? McLaughlin? The running back? McLaughlin oh, uh, for Denver? Uh, the backup? Yes. The backup to Javante Williams. Jaleel McLaughlin. Jaleel McLaughlin. I'm going to I Stephon love that Diggs. kid. That kid is fire. Yeah, last time I took your anytime touchdown, Stephon Diggs, it didn't hit. It'll hit tonight. <laughs> Stephon Diggs got to get a touchdown tonight. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, gee, that's, that's reaching. Stephon no, he Diggs will ultimately touchdown. tonight. Absolutely. Anyway. How about Stephon Diggs, two touchdowns? How about that? Honestly. Is that reaching? Wouldn't be shocked. That's not reaching. That's You're not okay. a reach. Anything to add? Go Do you have anything those, to add? Baby. Let's ride. Do you have anything to add? No, I don't. Are you sure? How are you yeah. going to put that hat on top of your boy like that? That's my boy, Dan Marino. Exactly. Dan Marino. Greatest quarterback I ever played a game. <laughs> Go Bucks. By far. Dan Marino. OJ. OJ Simpson. The Juice. One of the greatest running backs of all time. Acquitted. <laughs> Gloves don't fit. Gloves didn't fit. Can't acquit. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. We'll be back on Wednesday when we get our Zolo back to fully recap the Lions. Murderer's Row. To fully recap the Lions and talk about the Monday night matchup tonight. Uh, make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. Oh, fucking shout out to my, my man. What's his name? Trent. What's his name? You forgot his name? Trent Irwin. <laughs> Trent uh, Irwin. Derwin. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. Trent.